Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here come the drums! Thirty-one sixteen Longhorns over TCU, three and one on the season. A lot of people surprised by this win, but there was never a damn doubt. Derek Foreman, Landry Locker, Derek Foreman, episode five of the Forty-One Acres. I don't want to say I told you so, but I told your ass so. I told everybody so. Everybody that wanted to overhype that TCU performance against Ohio State, Ohio State didn't have their freaking coach. They didn't have their freaking coach, and you you got you you got beat by two possessions. I don't know how much how much. What it's going to take for you guys to start listening to me, but a big win for the University of Texas, a big win for the Texas Longhorns, and a big win for the 41 Acres podcast, because I didn't want to come here and have to sugarcoat some BS, D. Foreman. Man, what's going on, man? Hey, you know how I feel, man. I did pick TCU in this game. Uh, However, the Longhorns came out, man, and hey, they made me crow, man. What can I say, man? You know, those guys, um, I, I feel like they're building up their confidence. I think the confidence is there. I think that they're picking up their swagger man and, and they've looked a lot better man in uh recent weeks uh the last two weeks uh than they did the first uh couple of weeks of the season man obviously and this is the whole thing here i don't think that texas is back and i'm so sick and tired of people saying that you got to understand what texas is back means what what texas was under mac brown uh and and before before things fell off Texas was a guaranteed 10-win team, and they had a chance to make the national championship if they beat Oklahoma. They were basically a one- or two-loss team, so Texas is not back. They beat an okay TCU team, but the one thing Texas has done, and this is this is Tom Herman talking about just, just the environment at DKR. The one thing Texas has done is they've turned this in, DKR, into a tough place to play. Here's Tom Herman on the environment yesterday at DKR as Texas improves to 3-0 and on the season at home. It would be foolish of me not to thank our students again. Wow, was that really cool to see our students and our fans. That was for two straight weeks, and hats off to Chris Del Delcani again and Drew Martin for this new and improved game day atmosphere. Our players really, really feed off that. And I can tell you this, when you go seeing the eyes of Texas after a win against a top 25 opponent in front of a student section that's as packed and as loud as that, that's special. That is a special, special feeling. I'm telling you, Day Day, I've been going to games for damn near three decades. Like my dad's been, my dad's been dragging me to that stadium since I was born. And I'm telling you right now, this is the most live that it has been. The game day atmosphere is great. They got Bevo Boulevard. Uh, it's it's it is a college destination. It's not just a, a big venue where a good football team might play. The place is electric. They've done a lot of little things to make it better. I know you haven't been uh, this season, but I'm just telling you, Chris Del Conte. Hats off to him. 
A lot of people wonder, what can an athletic director do? This guy is hands-on. He's walking up and down the street. He's taking selfies with people. The place is rowdy as hell now. And at the very least, 2018, I don't know what Texas's record's going to be. I don't know what their, their record's going to finish being. But at the very least, when you go to DKR, it's going to be a tough environment, and it's going to be a tough-ass place to play. Man, I'm looking and, you know, from all everyone that has, has been there, man, I haven't got a chance to go there yet, but I'm looking forward to, to getting there, man, and checking out Bevo Boulevard and, and the whole uh, Texas atmosphere. Um, you know, this 2018, man, with Chris Del Conte, again, we've shouted out to him uh, plenty on this show, just giving him props for the energy that he's brought, man. I think that he's, again, taking a, a, a pulse of the fans and, and, and what the fans wanted, man. I think that's what he's bringing uh, to the whole atmosphere there man it looked like it's crazy out there it looked like the energy is is, is high intense and then you know coupled with a uh, a winning texas team at the moment man i mean i know the atmosphere is just off the chain out there bro. and also they're finishing games this is the thing you know we talked about the offseason program we see sam ellinger squatting this much weight we see these guys squatting this much weight we hear tom herman talking about this guy bested his bench press by this much and when you see a team a lot of times when you're lifting those weights and when you're running it's so that you can finish games strong. Texas in their last two home games, first against USC and then against TCU, 31 unanswered against USC, 21 unanswered against TCU to finish the game. So they're finishing games and I, I don't I, I still don't feel great about this offense. I don't I don't feel great. 112 yards rushing yesterday. Uh Ingram also had a little bit of a hit pointer, but he showed some signs. I like I, I like the duo they got there, but I still have my I, I'm still a little bit skeptical about the offense, but we would be remiss. And you and I, we're going to have a lot of opinions, but whenever somebody shuts us up, it wasn't you, Hager. I can promise you that. No, no disrespect. It wasn't 44. It damn sure wasn't 44. He was out no there doubt. chasing his tail as much as he ever was. So it's not him. Colin Johnson, best game of your career yesterday. Best total game of your career. And yes. there also there also should have been a pass interference on one play that Colin Johnson drew. That was the best game of Colin Johnson's career. And Lil Jordan Humphrey, you only have one target in the first half. Stay him ready. He's the one who put the dagger in that at the end. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, uh, Colin Johnson, man, you know, to come out especially Especially in that first uh, quarter, man, and, and and just have the receptions that he had, uh, you know, and, and, and just the, the big catches, man. I thought that diving catch uh, that he had. I didn't uh, even think that was his best catch. This is uh, this is where I was most impressed with Colin Johnson. I We know. We both know this, Derek. Colin Johnson can make the spectacular play. There's going to be times where Colin's going to go up and make the spectacular play. But it's the little plays, and it's the, it's the remaining consistent. I was most impressed with his third down reception where he got hit short of the uh, the first down and he fought for that extra yards and reached across. That was what m most impressed me about Colin Johnson. Him making spectacular catches is nothing new. He's been doing that on and off for three years. He just hasn't been consistent. But when you move the chains like he did on that third down when Texas is trying to ice the game, that's a winning play right there. Right there. And that's what I was most impressed with the Colin Johnson. And oh, by the way, he also had a block on that little Jordan Humphrey touchdown. His most complete game right now. We talk about Colin Johnson. We talk about people maybe putting him on a high pedestal before he actually earned it. Yesterday, if, if Colin Johnson plays like that, Every week and gives that effort and does all the little things. Colin Johnson will be playing on Sundays. One well, day. well, that that's what we've been been waiting on, man. And you and I, we've alluded to this, man. We've talked about this that he has to be the guy that wants the ball in, in those. And again, you know, we we like guys that's fiery. We like guys that that uh, you know, that that 
you know, kind of T.O.-ish that, that, you know, goes up in the quarterback's face. Hey, man, you know, I have one-on-one coverage out here. Look at me. Get me the ball or whatever. Um, but we know that leadership doesn't necessarily – everyone is not a raw, raw leader. So some guys, you know, they just go out there and they just perform. When you get the right offense and you get these guys going, and, uh, particularly a Colin Johnson, man, this dude can make plays. And, and we have already knew that. We just wanted him to, to be more consistent, like you said, and, and to show up a little more man but when you have he and 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 Lil Jordan Humphrey who really uh, um um you know for the most part didn't get a lot of targets uh yesterday however man he's the leading receiver and he when he did get targets man he came up with very big plays man so when you get both of those guys in the mix man and then you couple that with a, a Devin Duvernay or a Sam Ellinger you know running the ball and everything like that I mean in, in the offensive line that's actually getting a, a push up front um man th- th- this team is going to be hard to beat TCU man. I, I quit yesterday TCU quit would you go as far as saying that they that they quit? Yes. Well, I mean they punted. They punted with a couple minutes left, down two possessions. They quit. Yeah. I, okay. I'm not saying during I, the game they they tapped out. They tapped out. They'd had enough. That's 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 exactly what happened. That's what Gary Patterson did. He quit. And that's 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 what we saw Bill O'Brien do a couple weeks ago against the Patriots. That luckily they got a muff punt, but. Gary Patterson quit. They they had had enough of that Texas. They had had enough of that Texas team. They wanted no more of it. And Gary Patterson put his tail between his legs and he quit. Well, I I can't disagree with that, man. Uh, you know, it was a, uh, it was weird. It was very weird to say the least that he would uh that he would punt. You know, in a situation like that, I think he still had two timeouts or whatever, and uh, you know, to to be down two scores and not even go for it. You take your starting quarterback, you know, out the game. And he, he got hurt even... though. He did get licked. He did get licked a little bit. So I don't I don't know if he could have come back in or not, but he. In his defense, he did he did get licked a little bit. I mean, I, I just thought it was weird. I thought it was very weird, and as well as the uh, broadcasters. You know, everyone you know just thought that it was weird. You know, you're down two scores. Uh, it was a quick turn of events. I mean, Texas scored uh, 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 what 14 points in in 17 seconds or something like the end that. Of the man. Third, yeah. So I mean, it, it was it was crazy. And I mean, I guess when you look at it like that, I guess you would say, and you know, Gary Patterson kind of. You know, waved the white flag at that point, he man. He quit. He tucked his tail between his legs and took it back to Funky Town. How big was this win? A lot of people saying this is a signature win for Tom Herman. Let's hear from Tom Herman himself. Uh, Tom, how big was this win for your Texas team? This is just one step. One step. This is not the end-all, be-all. Uh, this is a, a good win against another ranked opponent. And i um, excited to see uh, the progress that we make this week. I don't. I don't necessarily think this is like the biggest win. I again. I think Texas is as good as TCU. I, I thought that from the beginning. I don't think Texas is as good as Oklahoma, despite the fact that they struggled a little bit with Army yesterday. It's hard to prepare for those guys diving at your knees and stuff. Uh, I also thought Lincoln Riley had an interesting approach where he said that they were going to be respectful and not talk trash and stuff. I, I think that's thinking too much of it. It's just a football game, so I think he kind of he might have taken away the sauce a little bit heading into there, but. Texas is below Oklahoma. I would say they're a little bit below West Virginia uh, as well, just based on what we've seen. But when it comes to the TCUs, it comes to the Oklahoma States who lost to Tech yesterday and Texas Techs, I think they're in that mix of the everybody else after Oklahoma. Okay, I, I'll agree with that, but I, I slightly uh, disagree with you when you say you don't think that this is a big win. And, of course, I'm listening to your points and I understand your points, but to date – 
this is a, a, a big win uh, for the University of Texas. I mean, when you have a, a, a ranked uh, opponent coming in at number 17 and you beat these guys, you had a ranked uh, USC the week before and you beat those guys, although, you know, the, the teams aren't um, as – Good, I guess, you know, USC definitely not as good as, as advertised. And then, you know, TCU, you know, hey, after you looked at the game um, against Ohio State and how those guys came out, um, you know, I would say that this, I wasn't that impressed this, with that. But, but I, I would say that this was a big win uh, for, te you know, to date. Up to date, this is the biggest win of, of the year. I said that the USC game was kind of a, uh, you know, it, it was a, a bad USC team, whatever. And, and obviously, we see that TCU is not what we would say elite. However, um, again, a, a Gary Patterson coach team, a, a team that have, you know, pretty much put their foot in their asses for the last five years. They've owned for them. them to They've come, owned them. For, for them which to is come unacceptable. In and, and which show, is unacceptable. Oh, okay. I, I agree with that. But for them to come in and to put on a performance that they put on yesterday and, you know, just like you, you said, man, basically, you know, make them son of a bitches quit. <laughs> you know, yesterday, man, the middle of the game was very impressive uh, for Tom Herman, uh, this, his coaching staff and his football team. We got we to gotta, we gotta give some shout outs because we always like to give our, our game balls, our big ballers. And there's been games this week or, or this year this season actually where we've said damn I don't know who the three ballers are you know we said after week one we said after week two uh became a little bit more clear last week but good lord I mean there, there's too many game balls to go around we got to give them to we got to give them to uh Johnson and Humphrey uh we got to give no, one to number seven who oh, might God, be the best man. this is the most you know, impressive I this is the most impressive freshman impact I've seen at Texas ever true freshman ever 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 Look Ever? at the big plays. It, 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 in four games, Day-Day, you just look at what this kid's done. He's got two interceptions. He blocked the field goal last week against USC yes, that turned did. that game yes, around. Four games into... If you look at a true freshman just making an immediate impact like this, I've never seen it like this. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. You know, hey, I have a huge man crush on Caden Stearns, man. I have a huge man crush on this kid, man. I think this kid is special. I think this kid is this kid is a baller. He gets He's a it ball too. Hawk. He gets it he, too, bro. He, he, he changes he changes games, man. I I mean, right now, you know, and obviously no disrespect to, to Colin Johnson or no disrespect to uh, 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 Lil Jordan Humphrey or even a Sam Ellinger. You're going to say he's the but, best player on the team? Oh, yes, yes. This guy right here is, is probably the best player on the field as a true freshman right now, man. I mean, you know, what this kid is doing at such a young age and his maturity, man. I think uh, Tom Herman uh, alluded to just how mature uh, that this guy – no, I'm, I'm sorry, it was uh, uh, actually uh, Todd Orlando, you know um, – that uh, you know, alluded to how how mature you know this guy is, you know, at a young age. And I mean, he he's definitely Earl Thomas S. Man, I mean, again, I have a huge uh, man crush on this kid. But he's a little I think bit bigger. This kid That's is the going thing. To like, be special, man. He he makes an Earl Thomas impact. But the thing about Earl, Earl's tiny. Like Earl would go fill the hole, but this kid, this kid's, this kid's a lot more built than Earl was at this point. Earl, like Earl had. Earl had other guys with him. He had he had the uh, the Browns, Chikey Chikey Brown, and uh, and Curtis Brown with him right. out there. They they had some kids and they they were young. But this kid looks like a D one athlete already. He's only going to get bigger. He's only going to get stronger. He's only going to get faster. And the only hope is that people don't build his head up too much. But he seems like a young man that's ready to go. And I I, I, I think he I think he, he he's uh you know from all you know 
things that, that I've heard, man, uh, about this kid. He's very level-headed. I don't think that he's going to get the the uh, the big head, man. I think he wants to go out there and, and he balls. And to me, he plays more for the name on the front of the jersey than he does for the uh, name on the back of the jersey, Oh, you went corny-ass coach on me, man. You went corny-ass coach but you know, I, I call it like, like, like that's it is, a man, man. crush. I think you this, weren't this, lying about this, that yeah, man Yeah, I'm telling you, this kid, this kid is special, man. Hey, and I'm telling Longhorn fans, I'm telling Longhorn fans right now, Lock, I'm telling Longhorn fans right now, we better appreciate this kid while he's there, man. Three years, bro, this kid is gone, and I believe that this kid will be a Thorpe Award winner, man. Deshaun Elliott was close, you know, this past year. He didn't get it, man, but I think this kid here is is definitely. I, I He's think the Big he 12 Defensive it, Player of the Year right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Like four, no four doubt. Four weeks in, it's early. No and doubt. And I know there's only been one conference game, but the two interceptions, and not only an interception, but that interception at the end of the third quarter changed the game. Like that was that was where you felt okay as soon as he he took it down to the two yard line. That changed the game. The block field goal. Defensive player of the year right now, Stearns. Also, I got to give a game ball to somebody else, man, because this dude, this dude was bringing it the whole damn time. Hats off to the whole defense, really. Chris Boyd, I think he uh, he got lucky with a couple drops. Yes, TCU yes, had a couple so. drops in the first half. Uh, Boyd recovered nicely a couple times, but he was getting beat a little bit. He's had he's had better games, but Gary Johnson, second week in a row. Gary Johnson, uh, I think he was uh, Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Week last week. Gary Johnson. Played a damn good game. Yes, he was he all over the place, yes, sideline to sideline. So I got to give Gary Johnson some props as well. Oh, no doubt, man. Gary Johnson, man, you know, this, this dude here, He uh, he's reading, man. He's reacting. He's he's making plays. Um, you know, he, he's he's coming down, man. He's filling holes. I think that this guy is another guy that, that's going to be special too. Uh, you know, he, he's not at the Caden Stearns level, uh, obviously, but – you know, this guy is still, you know, make and shout out to Todd Orlando, man. I you know, um the, the first couple of weeks and, and I said on this show that Todd Orlando didn't get a pass from me, um uh, and and you know, deservingly so that he didn't get a pass, man. But this defense is really, really buying in. I think that uh that that, you know, he's figuring out the the strength of this team now and and you know Again, this Revolution 18 class, man, is the guys who are stepping up, man, and really, really having an impact uh, on this defense. But, um, you know, again, Gary Johnson, man, this kid is special as well. Um, again, we've seen uh, better games uh, from from Chris Boyd. He 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 was getting beat, man. That double move was 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 kind of killing him, man. Uh, um, but he had a, a very good. Um, uh, 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 Defensive play uh, when they tried to run the double move, I think it was with Turpin yeah, number twenty five. He swept out of the hands a couple times. He got he got caught on the fade at the end of the first half. He's battling though. I mean, he's battling. Uh, it's 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 hit or miss sometimes when you're on that island. I thought he was good. Uh, I, I don't like going back to this kid. I'm I'm, I'm just forty four. Just doesn't do it. Man, he I, just doesn't do it. I, know, it didn't seem it, like he was out there as much yesterday. It seemed like they were kind of resting him every once in a while, but. That kid, that poor young man, just doesn't. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't, just, he doesn't know, know what he's doing out you know, there. I, 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 you know, and, and we, again, you know, like we said to our listeners, man, you know, we're going to keep it real on this show, man, and we don't, we don't mean to, to drag kids, you I'm know, not, through the mud I'll or, never or anything a like kid. that. Right. I'll never disrespect a kid like that. Uh, obviously, you know, you're on the big stage. It's it's big time. He knows how the game goes, but 44 has just been god awful. Like he, there's no, there's nothing. There's really no other way to put it. I mean. Maybe 
his energy is contagious, and maybe that's why we're seeing other guys make plays. Maybe there's something he does in the huddle. Maybe he's getting guys lined up. Uh, the effort's there, which in the big scheme of things, effort, it's great to have, but if you're not making plays, it really doesn't mean much. He's, I mean, he's basically chased his tail out there. I, I, he jumped I'm, off sides a couple times yeah. yesterday, and and I'm and I'm seeing him. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, defensive. I mean, our offensive line is, is engaging him, man. He, he he's not shedding blocks well. Um, he's not know, even trying. To, I mean, it, it just seems it's like, like he's, he's trying he's to have a sumo getting, wrestling match right, or something. He, he's getting pushed around out there, man. So you know, I don't know what you know Tartalando has to do to kind of put a. a, a you know, a foot in this kid's ass, so to speak. But, you know, 44, he has to get it together, man. He has, he has to, get to get it together. together. If he wants to be one of the leaders, and if your your name is on the God uh, programs, you know, at uh, DKR, you're going man, to you're, 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 representing, you're trying yeah, to get the face. You, you, you got to be better. You have to be. You have to be better, man. Well, where where is is, is Charles Amenahue, man? I mean, he's another one, man. He's another DN, man. That you know, hey, we, we can sit up here, we can talk about Brick, man. We can talk about him too, man, because he hasn't done. Shit. You know, Charles Minnie hasn't done anything, man. We're, you know, they're they're not getting a pass rush uh, off the edge, man. I don't think that they're containing very well or whatever, man. Uh, the linebackers have been the ones that's been coming down, man, and really filling holes and and being able to make plays. Brandon Jones, man, we we'd be remiss to, uh, not to mention uh, uh, Brandon Jones, he man. Fills Brandon that hole Jones, too. he fills that hole too, man. This, this kid comes down, man, and he he makes plays too, man. I mean, but, he was the best player against Maryland. Yeah, oh, oh, no doubt. And speaking, no doubt. Speaking of Maryland, man, like if you look at the Maryland, if you look at that Maryland game after the weather delay, that's the only two interceptions Sam Ellinger's thrown this year. Oh yeah, and man. Sam has been. Sam has. has he's looked, been solid. He's looked nice, man. He's he's looked he's, really really nice, he's, man. He's I protecting think he's, the ball. He's making he's making a lot better decisions, man. I think that we're we're starting to see. I'm gonna blame the, it on uh, pizza. I'm gonna blame his interceptions <laughs> on pizza. Still think, ain't eating think, pizza, by the way. I think I think that we still man go and get you a slice, man. No, I'm gonna I ain't eating no pizza, slice bro. Of pizza, I ain't eating no pizza, We're gonna dude. go, man. We're gonna not we're gonna find some 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 hand tossed pizza, man, and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna do our thing. Lock no pizza. Hey. If you eat a pizza right now, man, you know what I'm saying? Texas is not playing for the uh, nah, nah, so I'm, it might I'm, be. I ain't eating no pizza, bro. <laughs> this is the, uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say, man, uh, that uh, uh, Sam, man, you know, getting back to Sam, I, I think that he's uh, the, the maturation process, man. I think that we're we're actually starting to see it now. Um, I, I think that he's starting to have a little more confidence, you know, in himself, man, and, and, and the playmakers around him. Um, you know, everyone's feeds off of Sam. I believe that the offensive players feed off of Sam. And, you know, when he's handling his business and he's making plays out there, man, and, and putting these guys in position, man, I think that it's, it's cool, man. Uh, the uh, O-line, man, I – I still don't think our running game is is, is is very consistent. It's not. You know, uh, however. But it looks like it, it, there, there's signs that it's so close. It, it is. It's, it, it is. If, if you're watching the game, to, like yeah. if you're watching the game, like in the in the in recent years when the run game hadn't been there, like you just felt helpless. But there's just signs that it's so close. By the way, I hated that fourth and one call with the misdirection to Daniel oh, Young, yeah, too. Yeah. If you're gonna run Daniel Young, it needs to be east west. If you're yes. gonna run that play, yes. I, I would like to see Watson out there. Because he because he, he's the, Daniel Young is is the physical back. I think he he he's the big back. You, you have to run north and south, you know, with this guy, you know, uh, just straight up, you know, kind of power or, or or something like that, man, uh, uh, and get this guy going up the field. If, if you're gonna do something like that, I agree with you, man. You you, you need to have but Porter's uh, uh, been where he needs Abram to be. in there or or, or uh, Watson in there. Porter's been where he needs to be. Okay, Honestly, he on, on the, the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Porter's been where he needs to be. Uh, Tom Herman was asked by Kirk Bowles after the game if Texas is a team on the rise, and this is this is what Tom Herman had to say about Texas and if this program is on the rise. Um, it, it, all it does is is validate the fact that we have taken another step. That's all. Um, we've got many, many, many steps left to take. We went one and zero again. Uh, against a, a really good opponent, and we're going to have to wake up tomorrow and, and take another step and do it on the road against another really good opponent. You know, I, I guess my question would would uh, be like, um, you know, are we ready? Are we ready now to Hell say no. that Texas is back? No, man? Texas uh, Texas is back means that they're competing for national championships. This is the thing, and this is why I don't think this is a big win, Derek. And you got you got to you got to hear me out on this, Tom Herman his entire career has had teams ready to go when they're the underdog against ranked opponents. In his career now, he's 11-1. So when, when, when you face a USC last year, when you face Oklahoma last year, when you face these teams, he I, I, and this is against the spread, against the spread, which means that you're competing closely. I know, I know it's not the end-all, be-all, we want dubs, but they're always going to be ready. I'm going to judge Tom Herman when this team goes on the road this week to Kansas State, when they face Texas Tech, when they face Iowa State, when they face Baylor, when they face the crappy teams, because I feel confident in this coach, at the very least, to know that when there's a big game, their ass is going to be ready. But in the past, even at U of H, they've, they've fallen apart at the end of the season and lost to teams that they shouldn't lose to. That's what I'm going to judge Tom Herman by. Okay, so uh, basically you're saying, you know, uh, um, he – he he lives up to expectations when it comes down to he plays the, up to the, his competition the, the, the big the bigger opponents and then plays down to the competition maybe you know uh, against we'll see. A, you know and, and we know that Manhattan you know coming this week man against K State and I K see State is there, a bad, is, is a very bad football team so this very well could be a trap game uh, for the University of Texas they always play uh, Texas because tough. They, they play Texas always tough. even uh, Ron Prince especially in, in Manhattan man uh, uh but but you know have you seen this K State I mean West Virginia man just hung uh, I, I don't know how many points on a man yesterday, man. It just it was ugly, man. They're I mean, not good. You know, but, K State is just but you not a, win a this good one. football you team. You gotta win this well, one. Well, absolutely. And I and I mean Texas could could very well because I, you know, and, and I'll call it now, man, uh, um uh the Oklahoma game will be close. It is going to be closer than. Oh, what, you're already looking past K State. What are well, you doing yeah, right yeah, now, Day Day? Well, I'm, I'm looking past K State. What are you doing right now? Because I, I'm I'm going to take. I mean, let me. Nah, just you're put picking K State. Let, let me put it on the record right. God. God. Now, you pick K State. Like that, that I am picking Texas to beat K State. Okay, man. There we, you we go. know in uh, up in Manhattan, and again, you know, it's not going to be an easy game like people think that it's going to be. Man, the fact of the matter is that Bill Snyder have those guys ready uh, uh, for for Texas. They're, they're going to be up for Texas. Texas, and we're in Manhattan, man. So we understand that weird <laughs> happens, you know, in Manhattan, Kansas, man. So now we're. Uh, but we're here. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna look over over K State, man. Uh, the the Oklahoma game is gonna be very very interesting. The way that that Texas is playing right now, and I'm already gonna call it. You know, they're they're gonna be four and one. You know, going into the uh, Oklahoma game, and uh, you know, this Oklahoma game is gonna be very very very. I, I think this is gonna be probably the most interesting Oklahoma game. Um, you know, probably in, in the last five years, man. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma struggled with Army yesterday. Again, I'm not 
if you win, I'm I'm okay with it and at this point in college football because Oklahoma wins all their games. They're gonna be they're gonna be in the national championship. Texas is not on the same in the same league as Oklahoma, but I mean Oklahoma lost Anderson. They they lost they lost one of their uh, one of their good running backs. So it's not you look at Oklahoma. A lot of times you thought, well, they got a one two punch. They got they got that they're missing it, but. Texas is not in the same category as Oklahoma. Well, they're we, not we, close. We, 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 well, the they thing, might play them tough, but they're not in that league. They're well, they're they're in the TCU league. They're not in the OU league. Well, well let, okay, let, let's go back to. I mean, we know that weird shit happens, man, in this Texas Oklahoma game, man. Uh, going back to 2015, you know, uh, Charlie when Gerard uh, heard, year, Gerard heard, you know, yeah. right, and, and and they, you know, hey, Texas was a one and four team, you know, going. How did Deontay get run down on that long run? By the way, man. <laughs> hey, uh, damn, hey, man. hey. Uh, the, 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 damn, uh, the, the, safe, the safety uh, on Nat- oh, Natchez. Come on, man. Uh, uh, no, on, Sanchez. Man. How, Sanchez. How did your San- son get look, run down San- in that? Sanchez San- got San- Sanchez came at an angle, bro. Sanchez no. came at, and that was Deontay's breakout game. That's that's when everyone, you know, uh, Longhorn Nation Deontay really started scooted. to see Deontay. But Sanchez came at an angle, man. I mean, okay. this guy was playing on Sundays as well, but he came at an okay. angle and he got Deontay. <laughs> if it was a straight line, bro, Deontay scores, bro. So you know, but but my my point is going back to t- to 2015, <laughs> going back to 2015. Uh, Locke sucks, by the way, y'all. But going back, <laughs> back <laughs> uh, for bringing that up. But but going back to 2016, man. You know, Texas was a one and four team going into that game, and they came out with a you know a win over a, a very Baker Mayfield and a very well coached uh, 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 Oklahoma Bob Stoops uh, coach team. And like I said, we're things happen in that game is a neutral site is at the Cotton Bowl man so you know it, it's always going to be half and half the uh, electricity is going to be just off the rocker especially when you have Oklahoma and you have Texas and both of these teams are doing well and they're playing well it, 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 it's, it's, it's one good. of the best it's one of the best experiences I've Absolutely. been to like 25 Absolutely. I've been to 25 Red River shootouts not sure if I'm gonna go this year I might but it's it's the best college football game to me, I have a lot of memories there. Some bad ones and some good ones. I've I stayed through the Bob Stoops ass kickings, and I had to stay and sing Texas fight at the end. My dad wouldn't let me wouldn't let me leave, so we never <laughs> oh, left wow. early. Like when they showed the people leaving early, I was never one of those guys. I had to sit through all those ass kickings, uh, courtesy of Chris Sims. But <laughs> I really don't want to look past them because I think this team needs to win on the road. Uh, you could say K State, you can minimize it or whatever. But right now, Texas, if you look at their home record, they're three and zero, and we and we've we both agree that they've established home home field advantage. You look at their road record, they're zero and one, and they lost to a Maryland team that they probably should have won too, who lost to Temple uh, a while ago. Maybe maybe that made them stronger. Maybe that's why they are where they are. But this team needs to win on the road. They need to win a road game against Kansas State and there's been times where I've I've looked past Kansas State and then all of a sudden you see Jordy Nelson you see Rod Prince uh, Ron Prince who couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag except when they played Texas Colt McCoy I remember the quarterback sneak he hurt his shoulder and then Texas lost two games and was unable to get in the Big 12 championship Colts freshman year crazy stuff happens at K-State so I just want to survive in advance I want to get to form one and my goal right now for this Texas team is to get into the Big 12 championship game. Oh. That's my goal. Get into the Big 12 championship game. Right now, so, so, you have the tiebreaker over TCU. Get into the so, Big 12 so, championship so, so, game. So you're saying, you know, uh, in order for, for Locke, and I want it to be put on the record right now, Landry Locker is saying in order 
for you to say Texas is officially back. They ain't they back until they compete for national titles. They, I'm not saying this back thing. I, I, I hate Joe Testator for making this a thing. Texas is not back until they're competing for national championships. That or, or or at least where when we go to the when we're talking about this Oklahoma game that's going to happen in two weeks, when we can look at that and say the winner of this is in the driver's seat for the national championship, that's when I'll say Texas is back. Until that happens, they're not back. Okay. They're making progress. Okay. They're heading. They're heading in the right direction. I'm willing to say right now, but they're not back. Well, well, well let's not let's not say okay. So you're, you're saying Big Twelve championship. Uh, you know that that's when you can officially say, "Hey, that that Texas is back." Yes. No. 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 That's when I can say that I'll be uh, I'll be happy with what they did this season. I got them. I got them winning nine games before the season started. That's 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 where I'm sticking so, so, right now. So if they're, if they're not playing for a a so it has to be if they go it has to, the, to be play, playoffs or, or or national championship for you to say that that Texas is back. The Big Twelve championship or win or them winning the Big Twelve is not enough uh, compared to the. Sh- show that we've seen for you know the last i don't know how many years you know what i'm saying it's gonna take them nine to, years it, nine years it's gonna take them you're saying like is gonna take them no, i'm going saying it's to progress the, i'm saying it's progress i'm not i'm not sitting here saying and, and i know that the expectations are a little bit different but but when we say texas is back we're referring to what texas was in the 2000s with mac brown and what Texas was was a team where heading into the season, you realistically thought they had a chance to compete for a national championship. They're not there right now. So if they get to the Big 12 championship, let's say they get ran by OU in two weeks and then they get ran by OU in the Big 12 championship, I'm not going to sit here and say they're back. I'm going to say, yeah, that's progress. I'm going to say, yes, it's tangible progress. It's not imaginary progress like Charlie Strong had, so I can say that. But back to me means that they're competing for national titles. I don't, I don't uh, like, this is, that that's just what it was. That's that's what I that's how I looked at it each year in the two thousands. So I can't I can't say they're back because that's in the big scheme of things. I'm not going to sit here and, and and throw a party well, over I mean, getting just getting in. I'll be happy even even in in the two thousands, man. I mean we we've only won uh well we 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 were in two national championship games. We won one uh, with Vince. Obviously, we were but there you had in, a chance. In, in 09. But Oklahoma we was, was all no, you had to worry about. All, Oklahoma was really all you had to worry about. Well, well, well I mean, I understand. I mean, but hell, Texas Tech, you know, on on the last play, man. By the way, in, in, speaking you know, of that, I was I, I was I'm very familiar with that. I got shingles after that after <laughs> that damn play. Speaking of that, I got to say this right now, and this is this is connected to the TCU thing. You just mentioned that Texas Tech game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 2008 Michael Crabtree, we right. all remember it. The Blake Gideon dropped interception, disgusted me. And what disgusted me not was not the catch by Michael Crabtree at the end, but it was that Mac Brown, even during the best period, uh, maybe in UT football history, when he was one of the best coaches in the history. His clock management on that on that drive before when they scored, uh, they were snapping the ball with like 15 seconds left, 20 seconds left. Uh, Vondrell McGee scores early. I, I I went back one time and added it up, and I think they 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 left two minutes and 12 seconds on the clock that they could have been killing when they scored that. Props to Tom Herman for the way that they handled that. That 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 drive when they were up eight points against TCU, they were snapping the ball with one second left. Yes. And even if Lil they, Jordan hadn't gotten in the end zone at the end, yeah. 
Texas was going to milk that clock, clock yeah. and it was done. So yeah, they were eating the clock. I got to give some major props, props to the coaching yeah, staff yeah, for the way that was absolutely, handled. Absolutely, especially when and, you're running up tempo offense. And, and, a lot of times when it's up tempo, it's hard to do. They were they handled that. That right there, when you talk about a team that's poorly coached and uh, well coached, a lot of times you just if they lose, you say, "Well, this team's not well coached," and you have to you have to kind of like mysteriously look at things. That right there is a tangible example of a team that is well coached at the end of the game. I, I, I'm going to go on record as saying this, uh, Locke, you know, because I, I watched the game and I watched, you know, uh, closely at Tom Herman when they would have him uh, on the sideline and they were paying to him, uh, uh, you know, uh, walking the sideline. I, I think Tim Beck is officially out of there, man, as a play caller, man. I, I think that, that Tom Herman is calling these plays now. I think that he is the sole play caller uh, right now uh, for this Texas team. And, again, you know, to your point, man, them, how they handled the clock yesterday. But but it, it, it worked because in that drive and they were eating the clock, the O-line was able to to get a push up front on those guys. Like you said, maybe at that time, uh, TCU probably quit or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But Texas was able to to uh, 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 to sustain a drive. They were able to run the football. And sometimes that's what frustrates me, and I tweeted about this yesterday. You know, they, they go up tempo, and they seem to be uh, – they go up tempo and they seem to be uh, uh, running the ball when they go up tempo and they seem to be running the ball effectively, but they get away from it. I, I don't understand why. Yeah, they do have some weird situations. That third and one yesterday too, where where our fourth and one, where they they throw a little misdirection to Daniel Young. I wasn't a fan of that. I don't. I want to see it right up the gut there with Daniel Young. I'd also like to see some sort of QB sneak. I mean, I I, I don't know why Sam Ellinger couldn't run a QB sneak, uh, but. That I wasn't a huge fan of that play call, but the play calling has been better. The defense is the defense is is really kind of the identity of this team, especially on short yardage. They held TCU to a couple field goals early, which in college football, to me, if you hold teams to field goals, that's success. That is success in college football because in the NFL, you can win games kicking field goals. You can't do it in college football. Texas holding TCU to early field goals was impressive. Uh, as far as the other quarterback for TCU too, I'm a Robinson fan, but this guy he's just he's just young and he's just not really ready. He's not he's not consistent. He shows signs, but he just he just wasn't ready for that situation. And he went into a tough environment, and and, and Texas came through. But I'm with you on this Herman thing. It does look like. It does seem like just watching him, and it's not like we're just watching the offense be good and say Tom Herman's doing this. It does seem like he's more active. He's he's following the ball. They're looking over to him. So it does seem like Tom Herman is a little bit more active in the offense. Well, I mean, I, I, I again, which you know, he should have been from the freaking beginning. By the <laughs> yeah, way, no, no doubt. I mean, we, you know, we've called him out. Fans have called him out. Everyone has called him out as far as uh, you know, taking over the play calling. And, and I, again, I think that he's done that. Maybe Beck may have a suggestion, you know, here or there. But I think ultimately, uh, Tom Herman has the final say. So, you know, on on what plays are being ran uh, out there. And again, man, like I said before, you know, everyone, you know, obviously. You know, calls me the, the Tom Herman hater or whatever, but uh, again, rightfully like, so. Like, like, rightfully <laughs> like, so. Like I've said uh, on this show, man, and, and even on, on on Twitter, man, I've been saying this that if if he went out there, man, and he showed me something, you know, and and hey, if he made me eat crow, I, I'll gladly accept eating crow, man. And uh, you know, again, I just uh, based my opinion, you know, strictly on on what I see or whatever. And I mean, Texas was, you know, somewhat show you know the first couple of weeks and you know as of 
uh, late, they've been, you know, very impressive, man. So, again, man, shout out to, to Tom Herman, man. And, and, uh, Say that again. Shout staff. out to who? Say it again. Shout out to Tom, Tom Herman <laughs> and his coaching staff and uh, and this Texas team, man. I, I think that they're playing with, with a lot of uh, energy. Jeff Van Gundy says this a lot. Uh, don't ignore in victory what you wouldn't ignore in defeat. I agree. They were Texas in the in the first half. I know they missed a couple field goals, but TCU dropped a couple balls. Oh, and there they, were a couple oh, oh, times no where guys were. There were a couple times where guys were but open. naked open. But uh, naked like Jones, open, man. Jones's interception was nice, but that guy was wide open. Wide on the goal open. Line. If he if, if and, and, and on the halfback pass, uh, uh that Turpin uh, threw, I think it was, was it to Rager. Yeah, on halfback pass. If he doesn't put a, 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 a air up under that ball or whatever, that's a touchdown, dude. If he doesn't put that, that was on the interception uh, that uh, Caden Stearns wind up getting. Uh, but if, if Turpin doesn't uh, put he, – he put too much air under that ball, man. If he doesn't put air under the ball and he kind of straight lines it or whatever, that's 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 There's six, some man. warts. There's yeah. some warts there. And, you know, when you face team – Kansas State's not really a team that's going to go vertical on you. Uh, they're they're right now. They're a two and two team that has lost to Mississippi State, and they just lost to West Virginia, thirty five to six. Well, well, now now let, now let me ask you this: losing to uh, um, SEC team, uh, and and also and I know Mississippi State West is, not, is not a very good, and losing to West Virginia. So you know, I mean, uh, again, you they know, beat South Dakota twenty seven twenty four. Right, so so my 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 thing is they're is, gonna scratch you, know, you by is, your is, ass. Is it, is it a is it a is it a bad thing to lose to a, a West Virginia or to lose to a Mississippi State? I know Mississippi State is not elite in the SEC or anything like that, but I mean those are two. Uh, 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 you know, competitive games or whatever that that they lost. So now coming into this week against Texas. You know, uh, it's going to uh, be all in. They're challenged. Right. They're battled. They're challenged, but they're not going to take the top off your defense. So the warts that we see uh, on this Texas defense, potentially in the secondary, I don't think Kansas State is really going to necessarily exploit those. Now, when you play teams like Texas Tech, that just beat the brakes off uh, of Oklahoma yeah. State. They yeah, tapped man. the brakes off of U of H, seven hundred total yards. That's where you might see it a little bit more, and it's it's also going to be in Lubbock, which is and I was surprised by that man. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma to lose State was to, looking uh, good before that. Yes, man, to lose to Texas Tech, man, and I think Texas Tech, you know, uh, uh, you know, defense, man. I, I think defensively, I think that they're, they're playing you know, better. Yeah, playing better defensively too, man. So I mean, you know, when you look at them coming down the pipeline, I think Oklahoma State is still going to be a tough State's game. Oklahoma State still going to know uh, what's up. Yeah, it's going to be a tough and game. Those are both for Texas road games. Well. Oklahoma. Those are both uh, road games, bro. Baylor. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, everyone gets up to play Texas, man. Every everyone that's the gets thing, up to play that's Texas. That's the thing man. that people don't understand about you like know, the Texas. Texas is like the Dallas Cowboys of college football, man. It's like everyone gets up to play them. It doesn't matter what your record you're is. You're never gonna going catch someone today, sleeping. You know, yeah, absolutely. You're never gonna bro. catch yeah. someone so, sleeping. So Texas is gonna have to show consistency. They're gonna have to. Well, be you're already on looking past K State, which forward. I'm I'm a little disappointed in from from you. You're you're looking past K State. Well, I, I mean, because I just don't think K State is a very good football team. Of course, they've been challenged again, Mississippi State. Uh, West Virginia, West Virginia. I mean, oh uh, man, Will Greer is just uh, th th this kid, man. Is 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 you know, and we weren't high on Will Greer. I'm still not. Into, I'm to, still to, not. To I think he's man, all right. But, I think he's all right. I, I just don't. 
Do you see how Heisman Trophy contender? I mean, he is right now. Yeah, you have to put him up there. I mean, but good lord, Alabama. I mean, it's it's unfair. <laughs> I mean, I don't even. They almost need to have a second place trophy now with this. It's I it's mean, unfair with Alabama having a quarterback. It, it really is. It, it's it, cheating. It is, man. And and, and let, let's let, let's kind of get off of Texas just for a second, man. And we don't and we don't you know uh uh. uh you know, this is not a, a Aggie podcast by by any means oh, or whatever. No. But but let's but let's 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 take a shot at these numb nuts up in College Station, man. Go go ahead, Locke. Just take take a shot at these numb nuts in College Station, man. Because every time that Texas, you know, has you bro. know a bad game or bro. whatever the case may be, or bro. even over the USC game, oh, it's a bad USC game, whatever. And we understand it's Alabama or whatever the case may be. But we just want to just take a, a minute to put the bro. foot in the asses of all A and M fans cousin, right now. My cousin, I I got uh, most. Most of my cousins went to Texas A&M, and I have, a, I have one cousin who always wants to text me when something happens about with Texas, especially when it doesn't seem like they're very good. He wants to text me. He's texting me before the TCU game, and I just told him, look, TCU's not that good. They played Ohio State without their coach. Uh, Bosa got hurt. They had nine months to prepare. I'm not saying Texas is good, but they're better than TCU. He was so damn offended by it, and he just kept pushing, 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 pushing. <laughs> Worry about are, your man. own squad, bro. Worry hey. about your own squad. And then, of course, Texas wins. Uh, I guess my other cousin ended up betting him fifty dollars, so he got he got fifty dollars on the game. It's like I don't, I don't, I just could never. I, I can't live in a world where, and I'm I'm known to be a little bit of a hater, where I'll talk some smack, and it's not all Aggie fans. I'm not going to generalize because there's some there's some great great fans, but. There is a portion of the Texas A&M fan base that honestly gets off more to Texas struggling than A&M getting to where they quote-unquote think they should be. And, and, and it's, they, it's annoying. I, I, I could never live in a world where I'm such a hater that I get off more to someone sucking than my actual team doing anything. You're a 2-2 two and two team. You had a cute little moral victory against Clemson, uh, who Jimbo Fisher had coached against nine years in a row. Clemson doesn't blow teams out. Seven out of 16 games have been, have been one possession or more on the road. Their last 16. Like, it's annoying as hell to know that there are people out there that are such haters that they get off more to Texas being bad than their actual wow. team doing a damn we, thing. We, we, we have an expletive uh, uh, from Landry Locker, man. <laughs> that That's surprising. I'm, I'm normally the one that, that spits out all expletives on this team. But you know what? That's funny that, that you said that because I can't get on Aggie fans too much uh, for, for feeling that and way, I man. Because, because, because look, because I that's, think Jimbo's that's, a great, that, I think that's, Jimbo's a that's great That's the way coach. I feel about, about, about the Cowboys, man. I, I, I hate the Dallas Cowboys, bro. I hate them. I I hate them, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. I hate the Dallas Cowboys more than I hate OU, more than I hate the Aggies, man. Speaking of the Cowboys and your hate, we're going to welcome one of the uh, one of the most notorious Longhorn alums and probably one of my favorite people to talk about the Texas Longhorns with. He actually covers the Dallas Cowboys. He's been doing so for a long time for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Clarence E. Hill uh, joining us now. And Clarence, immediately right off the top, tell me your immediate reaction to that w- Texas win against TCU at DKR. You know, I think this is real momentum. It's a big win for Tom Herman. I think this is his first signature win of his era. Uh, and, you know, it, it's a big step forward. I mean, three straight wins for Texas. Last time Texas won a three straight game, which is, which is crazy to even think about. Uh, TCU has owned them of late. Certainly uh, the USC game was the one that got everybody excited last week, but we know USC has not been a good football team this year and, and – and, really doesn't have much prospects in the season, but TCU was a team that people expected 
to compete for a Big 12 title. Again, I've said that they've owned Texas the last four years, and it hasn't even been close. Uh, Gary Patterson has owned Texas and, and really gets up to that game. And, and, and after what they did, the way they competed last week against Ohio State, this was the test. And, and you see what's coming up down the pike with, with K-State and, and Oklahoma coming down. You know, this was a must-win for Texas. They were really going to capitalize on a USC win and, and make something of this season. So it's huge. Huge for Texas. He's for Charlie Strong. This is real momentum. It's a real step forward. I'm not saying Texas is back. So back to me. It's Don't not, thank you, man. I'm say not, say what you're I'm about to say because I said this too. <laughs> say what you were about to say about Texas being back. To, to me, I'm old school. Back to me is competing for that championship. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so you know, just winning a couple of games ain't being back to me. Well, we, we we agree to that. And, and this is Derek Foreman, uh, uh, Clarence, man. We thank you guys uh, uh, again for hopping on uh, the Forty One Acres uh, with Landry and myself, man. Uh, and, and I agree with that. You know, we we you know we talked about that earlier. Uh, was saying you know it's it's Texas back or whatever. And I guess you know some people are are, are kind of overreacting uh, as far as that go. But now, if, if they were to to you know sustain this man, and, and because we. The Big 12 clearly needs uh, Texas and Oklahoma to be at the top of their game, you know, for the life sake of, of the Big 12, so to speak. You know, so we can get into those playoff conversations and so on and so forth. We know that this is the only conference that actually has, uh, uh, you know, that plays everyone. Uh, playing for a Big 12 championship, if, if we were to get there, would you say then that the Big 12, that uh, uh, that Texas is, is back, considering what we've seen the last – uh, you know, nine years. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you play for a Big 12 championship, then, you know, you're talking about playoffs and, and possibility of getting the playoffs and, and all the other stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's the goal, you know. And, and you know, it's funny because I've, you know, I was unhappy with Tom because he keeps talking about Big 12 championships. And I'm like, win a game, you know. After the Maryland game, you know, and he's trying to downplay the loss and talking about all the other stuff and saying we still have – uh, our goal is still to win a Big 12 championship. I'm like, why are you even talking about this? Why are you bringing that up right now? You know, uh, why don't you focus on winning the game and then winning two games and then winning three games before you start talking about, you know, we can still win a Big 12 championship, you know, because I think a lot of times we, at Texas, they, they, they put too much stuff in front of the, the main thing. The main thing is trying to win. You know, when you're talking all this other stuff, uh, we need to be focusing on winning and, and putting something together, showing us some consistency and stuff like that. So, you know, all that's out there in front of them. The thing I like about yesterday is, you know, you, you, you finally found guys making play. You know, and, and Stearns is a bad play. boy, man. Stearns uh, yeah, is a bad I, boy. I, I told him I have I have a huge man crush on on, on Caden Stearns, man. I just think this yeah. kid is going to be special, and, and, and like you know, Landry and I were talking. That's a boy about, crush, we, though. That kid's we, eighteen we, years old. You need to be careful there. <laughs> we need we need to, to uh, uh, you know this, this kid. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Landry and I is pro- projected, man. You know, uh, if everything you know continues to go as well, this guy continues to to trend up. I believe that he'll be a Thorpe, uh, Thorpe uh, Award winner. Uh, uh, and you know, Texas fans better appreciate this kid while he's there, man. Because right now, three and done, three and done, man. He's only going to be there three years. But you know, the good thing I give credit for the coaches because they they put him on the field. You know, there's a lot of times when you know I, I get mad because you know they don't play the best players all the time. Right. You know, and they. Especially, you know, a freshman. Like, put the kid on the field. They recognize from camp. You go back to camp, fall camp. This dude 
was ready to play. He was one of the best players on the field. We're going to start him. We're not going to put all of this. We need to put a upper class one out there and, then, you know, let him grow. They, they let the guy play, and the guy is, is showing he should be on the field. He, he certainly is already the best player on that defense. What the hell uh, were you doing at 4 a.m. yesterday, man? 4 a.m.? This morning. I mean, I mean, I'm in Seattle, so it was 2 o'clock. No, it was 2.30. It was 2.33 <laughs> at least. Okay. I'm in Seattle. I was, uh, I went, uh, you know, I'm, you know, Cowboys are in Seattle. I'm here. <laughs> I, I went out and, and hung out a little bit at the Delta. I was, I was coming back to my room, and, and I posted a photo, I guess, or something. It was tweeting, but I got was, uh, before I went to sleep. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I was on Twitter before I went to bed. It's okay. Where'd you watch the and game? I, you watched the I, game out there, too? Yes, I watched the game here. No, I, I my my plan was delayed, so I, I I think I missed the first quarter, and, and uh, I felt a book of the game, and yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, again, the receivers made plays for the quarterback, and one thing that frustrated me a lot in past years, you know, uh, you you always didn't got get make, you know, obviously the quarterbacks have struggled, but you need guys helping the quarterback, you guys making plays, you quarterback breaking tackles, taking it to the house making dive and catch and doing that. You need somebody sometimes to make plays with your quarterback where you see other teams, you know, in Oklahoma and TCU and, you know, those guys were – quarterbacks were great, but the receivers also make plays down the field. And, and that's something that they did yesterday. And, and that's been finally – Finally, Colin Johnson. There's been so much hype about Colin. And, that was his and, best and, game, bro. He, that was his best right, game. Yeah. He, had never, he had never broken out. He never had one. I was more – because everybody keeps talking about that diving catch, and I'm like, dude, I don't give a damn about the diving catch. I've seen this kid make remarkable plays for three years. I was more impressed when they were trying to kill the, when they were trying to kill the clock when he, he got hit two, three yards short of the first down and he reached over and moved the chains. That's listen, what I want to see listen, from the man. Listen, listen. I those you took the word right out of my mouth. I told and I talked to Anwar after the game last night. Uh, Anwar was uh, uh, like orange blood, protecting that, that that third down pass and, and showing some toughness and fighting with a third down. He makes a lot of contested catches because he's not very fast. He's not going to run off for anybody, but he, he certainly can catch the ball and make those contested catches. But the thing that that disappointed me in the past is, you know, you you rarely see him breaking tackles. And, and, and doing things to, to get the first down and show some toughness. And I think that's one of the things that, that pro scouts people criticize about. He, he doesn't play strong. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and I've, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and if he wants to get to the next level, he has to play stronger and be strong and use that size and, you know, and, 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 and as a weapon. And, and at least on that third down play, we book tackled and made that first down. He showed some of that, and that's what excited me. You know, be more physical and, and use his height as, uh, as an advantage. So I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, and the same thing with the running backs. The running back, you know, to me, everybody always complains about the offensive line. And, and, and it's a line that, that at least in the NFL and see the Cowboys and Jason likes to talk about. The runner matters, okay? The runner matters. You know, the, the offensive line has been bad for years. But, but your son, Dante Foreman, made plays because he has vision. You know, they like to run, run just, the offensive line just got bad. You know, but Dante Foreman was able to make plays, okay, because the runner matters. You know, and, and, and I think that these running backs this year have a little more vision than the guys we had in the backfield last year. Deontay can make plays and then get scooted down against OU, too. 
Oh yeah. man! <laughs> hey, and get what? And get caught from behind with 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 the twenty oh, yard I, lead. I, I tried to tell oh, this numbnut uh, ho- uh, co-host of mine across from me, man. You know, twenty fifteen that was Deontay's breakout game against against OU, man. Which he, which he has the longest got scooted, run. He got has scooted. the longest run from scrimmage in hey. OU history, man. Uh, one one more uh, 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 yard uh, more than Jamal Charles, but Sanchez came. At, if, if nah, you, if he, you, he if got you, he got. A little heavy. If, he if, got a little heavy. You, he got you, a little if, heavy. If you played the game and 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 Sanchez is, is coming, someone is coming at you at an angle or whatever the case may be. The person at the angle kind of have the advantage, man, or, or whatever. The case. And Sanchez is fast, so Sanchez came, knocked him out of bounds or whatever. But you know, <laughs> go ahead, Clarence. I'm sorry. Oh man, you take him down to the front door club and the mark let the homies handle up on him. <laughs> Yeah, That's my boy. About the front door, my boy knew about the dough, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about the front. Come on, man. Come on. I told you, I know Texas City. I know Lamar. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just saying the, the runner matters, and, and 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 you know, uh, that that makes a difference. That helps the running game. I mean, certain offensive line is better. They're showing some force. They're they're not everything's not in the backfield. But the running backs are showing some vision and making the plays, and that's exciting. You know, again, uh, it's a step in the right direction. And, you know, these past two weekends, it certainly has to help recruiting. How much more? How much more nice is that atmosphere? Because you were at the USC game. I told him I've been going through. I've been going to games for thirty years. This is. It's been a tough place to play just because of good squads. But the atmosphere. There really is a difference in the game day atmosphere up there right now. It is, but come on, let's be honest. It, the atmosphere is always great when you win. True. <laughs> okay. True. True. Atmosphere is great when you win. If, you know, I don't know. I, I go way back. I go to you know when when they beat Houston in nineteen ninety. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it was a great atmosphere. You know, I I, I go back to when they beat uh, Bo Jackson Auburn in eighty three. It was great wow. atmosphere. Chills are OG. Chills are OG. I mean, so we we, we talk about the atmosphere because there's no excitement on the field. You know, it's a shame that Texas, you know, that's the sad part. Even when they struggled the past few years, Texas, it was one thing to not win on the road, but to to lose as many home games as they did, you know, that's a shame, you know. You were supposed to show up at home. It's supposed to be important. And they lost so many games at home against mediocre teams. You know, it's criminal. I mean, like last year against Maryland, that's criminal. You looking past you know, K State like my man here? He's already he's already chalking this up. I'm looking past K State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. You have to because I mean, with K State, you know, when they when they open the season, struggled against the FCS opponent, and, and they haven't looked good. Uh, no game this season, getting blown out in West Virginia. We realize this ain't the case. They can pass here. They they really have problems. You can't you can't drop a game. I know Texas has a bugaboo against K State, and you know, especially at K State. But you know, again, if you're who you think you are, who you who who you were last night, and and the Tom you know, keeps saying that we, if they play their best, you know, it's good enough, and, and they should be able to win. Play your best and win the game, and then we'll then go down to Oklahoma and. And 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 that should be a special game, you know. And you certainly what you see uh, the last couple of weeks. I'm trying to tell people that Oklahoma is not as good as we thought they were. You know, those first couple of games, 
they played nobody. And, you know, blowing out UCLA, looking good at UCLA, where everybody's kicking UCLA. And, 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 and Iowa State last week shows you that that defense is still suspect. And it's weird you know, because Murray only throws 15 times yesterday. I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of them. They didn't have the ball. You got to look at the game. They they did not have the ball. Uh, Army had control of the ball and the clock for their running game. Oh, you have few opportunities to have the ball. How do you feel about it's our like, running game? I feel like I feel like if you're watching it, it's there. It's just not there. If that makes sense, like it, I, I don't feel helpless when they run the rock, but I don't feel like they're running as good as they could. The runner needs to be able to get enough carries to to, to take us to that next level. And, and, you know, when you keep rotating them, rotating them, rotating, you know, it, it's hard to, to get that. Uh, unless you're special, like your, your son did a few years ago when he, he used a few opportunities and made plays and made big plays. And that's what you get. They're solid back. No one's broken off a big run. But if somebody's going to do it, it's just going to be Ingram. He, he has that. You know, he, he has that ability uh, more so than other two guys. But uh, it, it's a nice rotation right now. And, and, and until – Ingram will show he can stay healthy, you know, because you see instances, you know, where they're trying to, to give him a chance to to uh, show his stuff. But, you know, again, he's gotten hurt. He got, he got hurt in the Tulsa game. I think he got hurt last night. Yeah, he had a, he had a hip flexor last night. We'll get you out of here on this, Chill. Uh, adjusted expectations. Uh, what do you expect from this Texas team moving forward? What are, you, what are your realistic expectations for the Longhorns uh, as, they, as they finish off the uh, 2018 season? Oh, I mean, I think, you know, certainly nine wins is on the table for them now. You know, and complete for big 12 titles on the table. Uh, again, it's true. We we have PTSD, you know, and so we see it. You know, there's always that doubt in our mind, you know, is this real? Uh, you know, the first thing I have is is I still think that the quarterback position needs to be upgraded. I you think know, so, I, too. I, I don't think he's there I, yet. No, you know, his, his accuracy and and, and – Pocket presence and the decision he makes in the pocket are awful, and, and they need to quit trying to run the quarterback on his speed option. He's not a good runner. I mean, people need to stop that. You know, he can make some plays from the pocket. You know, sometimes when things break down, but he's not a good runner. He doesn't run well, uh, and, and they're so damn slow uh, that, that most teams are going to be able to. You know, that that speed option doesn't work. Okay, well. But, uh, well, 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 yeah. let me, well, let me ask you this. Let me throw this in there right quick. Uh, um, you know, getting to, to to that point about him running the ball, and, and, we'll, and we'll get you out of here. But I, I, I mean, he he he's clearly not a Greg Ward at at University of Houston. He doesn't have that type of speed. Uh, however, yeah. you know, Sam is is, is he has a, a a little speed and he's big. He he's a, he's a a a big guy. He's a linebacker. You know, uh, yeah, playing quarterback. I, I call him, so I, I call him a glorified Bucky Richardson. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I dig it. I dig Damn, it. Damn, man. I'm just saying. He's not too much over people. And, and again, he takes a lot of hits, man. He takes a lot of hits, you know, doing that. But, you know, he just has to get better decision making in, as a quarterback. And, 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 you know, they rarely throw the ball. You, you, you see nothing. It's like they, they throw nothing in the middle of the field. Now, I'm not talking about deep. I'm just talking about, you know, up to steam and stuff like that. So they don't even use the whole field in the passing game yet. Uh, so, you know, they still have a ways to go. And But, uh, again, the best thing he did yesterday was he didn't turn the ball over. He, he doesn't had, make mistakes. He, he hadn't turned, turned it over since over. Maryland. He hadn't turned it over yeah. since after that damn weather delay when they ate pizza. Yeah, that's yeah. 
again, criminal. See, those early games, it's like, just, just, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And, and even if they keep on and go on and, and, and do what they're doing, you still can't get over the Maryland game. It's still going to hold you back. I'm trying, dude, but it's, it's, it it's is still hard. Holds you back. The Maryland game still Especially holds you when back. they lose to damn Temple. Like, I was sitting there thinking maybe Maryland's okay. Then they lose to damn Temple. So it, it, it makes it hurt even more. yesterday. God. <laughs> but, but if, they, if, if, if Texas comes. I was going to say, if Texas comes and beat Oklahoma, does that nullify no, the. No, it the makes Mar- it worse. No, yeah, it makes it worse. It makes it, it worse. Shows, it makes it even more criminal because it shouldn't happen. Uh, because it's on your resume, you know. And if you beat Oklahoma, then you're really talking about competing in the in for the uh, playoffs. But when they look at the playoffs and look at your resume, they also look at Maryland. It's going to jump out even more. It's going to just jump off the page. I'm with you, Joe. I like I like the way you think, man. I I appreciate you for hopping on, man. For real, I know you. No uh, I know you were out till uh, four a.m. is what I'm going to stick with. So, uh, <laughs> I'll, you know what? Uh, body, so body clock, you want Warriors? I can't protect you yesterday, so I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. We appreciate you, man. Right, Thank you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You have a nice little podcast. It's a game of traction, so keep doing your thing. All right, All right man. Bro. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. What's that? Get Deontay back on the field in Houston. How's oh man, he 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 he's working hard, man. He feel like he's he he's ready, man. But you know he has to wait at least six games, man. But uh, he's he he's trying to come back with a vengeance, man. I appreciate it, man. I'll tell him you said what's up. All right, man. Thank you. It's Clarence E. Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Big Longhorn fan. Great dude. Uh, got it. Takes a lot of selfies while he's drinking Crown as well. <laughs> One thing that we know about about uh, uh, K State, they're 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 not gonna make very many penalties they, they don't really make uh they're not a team that makes a lot of mistakes um you know as far as you know hurting themselves with, with uh with senseless penalties or whatever and, and they're gonna try to control the clock man they're, they're not gonna move fast they're not gonna go hurry up or anything like that they're gonna be very efficient at trying to, to control the clock and, and that's gonna be their best uh, uh attribute against you know going against texas is to uh uh try to uh, methodically wear this defense down and, and try to keep that offense off the field, man. I'm going to say 41 to 24, and I, I think it's going to be. You I think, think they're going to put? You think you think that that K State is, is going to put up 24 points on Texas? Nah, bro? you talked me out of it. 41 17. <laughs> 41 17. Uh, I think I think it's going to be a little bit of a dogfight, but I think Texas is just a better, more talented, and I think they're going to be focused. I think I think this coaching staff has done a good job of getting them focused. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with. 41-17 Texas Longhorns. 41-17 Four and Longhorns. one Texas Longhorns heading four, into four one, heading into the Red River Shootout. That, that and that and, and again that's going to be huge, man. For, just for the Big Twelve in a whole, man. We need Texas and Oklahoma to be at the top of their game, man. For, Texas is still a long for, ways away for for the for the Big Twelve, man. But I mean, going into that game, like again, Texas at four and one, and and, and uh, if. if you know, Oklahoma holds on, and they're what five and zero at that time. You know, going into the game, bro, th- th- that game is is going. That game is going to be huge, man. That game is going to be huge because now you have two elite programs. Oh uh, well, not, Oklahoma not, will face Baylor. There's been a couple times where Oklahoma's lost the week before the Red River Shootout. I know they lost to Iowa State one time, and th- it's happened. But they got Baylor, so Oklahoma is going to be five and zero. Well, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So, so this this game uh, next week, man, and, and again, I yeah, I'm looking, you know, kind of past, you know, 
K-State maybe – and this very well could be a trap game. Like I said earlier, this could be a trap game for the University of Texas. Man, I, I think that, you know – Tom Herman is really this week. He, uh, he and his staff is really going to have to keep these guys focused because they yeah, they, they, it, they they watch the scores. They try they, they and they, look that, at that the was what they and, spent last Sunday doing trying to trying to get him out of USC. It, all you clowns on Twitter too, by the way. I I I know that you're super Longhorn fans. Quit mentioning these young men. Quit pumping their heads up. Like the coach himself, when when Tom Herman comes out and says he's trying to move past SC, I'm not going to even mention. I'm not going to mention names on it. You know who you are. If 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 you're a Longhorn fan, quit mentioning 18 to 22 year olds' names. Like I don't care if it's praise. I don't care anything. Quit mentioning their names on on your tweets. Like honestly, cut it out. Well, I, we don't I want mean, their heads I, getting I, big. I, cut I, it I, out. I, I, I'll. You know, hey, and, and I'm guilty of that. Of course, I'll never at you know a, a kid whether he's doing well or whether he's you know uh, you know playing horrible. You know, aka uh, Brickin Hager. But uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> but you know, we'll. Uh, I I never do that. Now I will mention their name in, in my tweets. Obviously, like I said yesterday, man, and, and I quote, you know, hey, Caden Stearns is a motherfucking beast. You know, and I meant that, bro. Hey, Rumble, young man, Rumble. And oh, I admit right. that, now bro. he's gonna have a big head, so he's gonna have a letdown because <laughs> of you. That, hey, hey, but it, it it is what it is. But I'm not I'm not going to. I mean, if they happen to just run across my tweets, because some of those guys follow me, and if they happen to run across my tweet, then then fine. I don't have a problem with mentioning uh, You're part by of the names. problem, day day. I, I don't have a problem You're with part mentioning, of the problem, mentioning day day. kids by name. But if you if you if you're adding the kid if you're adding the kid to me, and it's just personally how I feel. If you're adding the kid. Uh, uh, and he's had a, a a bad game or or anything like like we if I were to to add Brick and Hager and say you know hey you know at Brick and Hager you're suck or you're horrible or whatever the case may be then that's going too far. But if I'm you know uh, uh and I don't even mention uh Brick and Hager uh name uh on my tweets I don't even tweet anything about him. Um, uh, I, I I'm gonna show love to the guys who are out there absolutely balling. Who you know I'm gonna mention Colin. I'm gonna mention LJ. I'll mention a Caden Stearns or a Gary Johnson or you know even a Sam. Uh, uh I'll mention the O line or or the running backs if, if they're doing well. But if, if they're not doing well, I'm not gonna go as far just as just don't mention the kids, dude. You know, like, just don't I'm, mention the kids. I mean, yeah. but, but I mean to, to give them props. I mean, nah, what, what, man, how, these kids how don't need hurting? big heads. Man, these Texas Texas but, kids but, but have that, big but that's heads. Not, but that's up. not for we, we we as fans. We're just basing you know our things on what it is that we see. Like I said again, I'm never gonna say anything negative on. So I'm not never gonna add no, a kid or mention a kid. I don't want Caden Stearns feeling but himself that, right now. But, but that's that, hey, let me tell you something. These kids coming in from college nowadays, and, and you look at. All of the, the the attention that they getting coming out of high school, being four and five star athletes or whatever, you don't think that this shit is already going to their heads, especially considering you know now yeah, I don't want uh, to be uh, part of the reason why it goes up. I'm a, well, look, man. Uh, let me say something. You you and I you and I mentioning their names or not mentioning their names for whatever reason, you know, it, it, it is. I mean, we we're a we're a small. Piece of of whatever you think the yeah, problem is based, based on uh, 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 you know two hundred three hundred 
thousand people or a million people or whatever the case may be. I mean, what the hell, man? Hey, if a kid is balling, man, I'm going to give him his props. He's balling. It's no different than us calling him out on the show. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when we call Brick, Brick and Hager out on the show right now because, I mean, truly, you know he's I been playing he's hard. A, I think he's going to have a big game against K-State, too. Uh, that, that's the kind of thing that he's going to do. He's going to like he's gonna be MIA against USC and uh, TCU, and he's going to come out and shine against K-State. And it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. <laughs> man, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to say the least, man. Uh, again, you know, a shout out to, to to Tom Herman, man, and and shout out to uh, his coaching staffs. Uh, you know, the, these kids are they, they're playing hard for him. And again, Locke, I said that I would, man, and I'm a person of my word. If, if I said it, I how meant do you it. like your crow? Um, oh man, uh, 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 I, I like my crow. Uh, well done, man. Well done. Well done, man. That's good, dude. Well done. I'm eating it right now, and I have to be honest with it. I'll be honest with myself, and I don't have a problem with eating crow because, like I, I've said, you know, plenty of times before, you know, regardless to how I felt about Herman personally, uh, you know, if, if these guys are out there and they're playing hard or whatever for him, I give him props. I want the University of Texas to to, to be back. I wanted to get back to that uh, championship uh, playing uh, uh, program that we know that, that it can be. So I, I'm glad about where we are right now, to be quite honest with you, man. I'm glad about it, too. Uh Next week we're gonna have we're gonna have someone on. We were gonna have Clarence E. Hill on today, but dude, I just saw that dude's Twitter. He was out out, out four hours ago out in Seattle covering the covering the Dallas Cowboys that you hate so much. So yes. I'm gonna let Clarence get a little bit of sleep before the uh, before the Cowboys kickoff. Uh, we're gonna have someone on next week. Hopefully, we're talking about the four and one Texas Longhorns. Subscribe to this mofo on iTunes, by the way. No Spread doubt. the word. Just if even if you're not a Texas fan, we're gonna give you a pulse of what's going on around here. What people are talking about what people should be talking about and we're going to keep it one hundo here my man day day rod baber said hey yesterday by the way ran into him it's at my the boy. game tell him what's said up you're doing your thing i said you know day day he, he follows this squad more than most people all these haters it's, it's all right just give us a shot if if you like it keep coming back tell your friends uh for Derek foreman i'm landry locker Derek, go ahead and tell him what you always tell him when we get out here man y'all know what it is man this longhorn love always man we're talking about four and one after this K-State victory, man, and always hook them. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.